0: hello welcome to today's unpacked short i'm charlie pickles managing editor here at unheard and i'm joined as always by our unpacked guru peter franklin hello today we are talking human clones or rather why haven't we had any attempts at human cloning Um, and are we still a long way off so peter we're 21 22 in fact years since Uh, there was the successful cloning of Dolly the sheep. Where are we now?
1: Well, I mean, it's it's amazing that it's that long, but if you do cast your mind back to, you know, those years around the millennium, um, and I know we both remember them. Oh, only
0: just Peter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But um, the papers were full of, one might call them scare stories about human cloning. Um, At the time, it didn't seem that much of a push given that you know we would managed to clone a sheep a sort of fairly advanced mammal um was it really going to be that long before it happened with human beings but here we are two decades later and as far as we know it hasn't happened.
0: So this is a piece that you found in the MIT technology review. That's right and yes. And it's Suggesting though that we might be a little bit closer than we were 20 years ago. So, so just tell us, explain to us what the new developments in science and technology is allowing us to do in cloning now.
1: Okay. Well, this is a piece by um, Antonio Regalado, and he talks to the most um, sort of um, the 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 scientists at the leading edge here, and. He the daddy is, of cloning that's right well um, he says that the um, basic problem with human clones apart from all the you know ethical legal regulatory stuff that stops it from happening is that um, if you wanted to do it and you were in a country that allowed it um, you've got a very high failure rate. now that applies to various other um, animals um, if you can call human beings animals um, but in all of those cases, what you need is some original, um, an original genome, of someone's DNA to clone. Then you need, a, in the case of humans, a human egg to hollow out and then put in the donor DNA. I'm going to
0: apologise to our listeners at this stage for, the, for, <laughs> for for the depiction of the process, but carry on, well, Peter. as
1: <laughs> crudely. That's it. They scoop out the DNA that belongs to the egg, put in the donor. Um, DNA, i.e the DNA of the individual you want to c- clone, and then you need a fertile womb, i.e. a surrogate mother, to put to implant in this this egg with the donor DNA. And then if all goes well, it divides, turns into an embryo, um, develops into a baby, and is born. But, now, they, but the, they
0: have managed to do this successfully with monkeys, which is a lot closer, I would have thought, to humans than a sheep.
1: That's right, yes. So last year, uh, the Chinese, uh, an institute in Shanghai, um, managed to bring to birth two crab-eating macaques, um, beautiful little creatures called Chengjong and
0: Hua Hua. Check out the website for a photo.
1: In, indeed, they're, they're, they are super cute. Um those were the first primates to be, and we humans are of course our primates as well. Um, so, could it be that we'll manage to do it? Um, now, what enabled the Chinese success was the work of a, um, a, an American-based um, a scientist called Yi Jiang who has found a way of increasing the efficiency of the cloning process, so that there, there'd be a lot less failures um, along the way, and this is what makes it so efficient, is that m- most of the eggs never develop, and uh, a lot of the embryos never make further progress. So you you would to clone a human, you'd literally need to find hundreds of surrogate mothers willing to donate eggs and then be implanted um, with them and that's that's a pretty tall ask even if you thought it was a desirable thing to but do we,
0: but, but one of the points you make Peter in your piece is that actually there is also a separate uh, set of science uh, which is around artificial wombs so perhaps one of those big barriers is not that far off from being struck down
1: well that's right um, there's been progress on Uh, gestating um, sheep um, to I think up to four weeks of development which for for a sheep is pretty far along the way Um, and so it's early days but conceivably we could be in a situation 10-20 years time where we could gestate human unborn children in artificial wombs.
0: Okay so then the next question uh, which I find myself asking off the back of that, is would we want to do that? So, you know, there's always a question in technology and science in you know, kind of quotes advancement of what can you do? And maybe we can, in the not-too-distant future, clone a human. But we should also ask ourselves, do we want to do that? And, and what are the implications of doing so? And, and kind of what are the ethical um Question marks that it raises.
1: Well, the immediate justification by those who feel we should be doing this is that um, at an embryonic stage we could harvest the clone's um, cells and use those as stem cells to for various therapeutic. Well, stem
0: cell research is already a highly controversial area. It is. Well, in in,
1: in respect to stem cells derived from embryos, which obviously destroys the embryo, not so much in terms of uh, stem cells taken from the the, 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 the adult individual, which obviously doesn't kill them. Um, Now, um, the question is, even if we do manage this cloning process and make it much more efficient, how much further would we take it? Would we take it beyond a few days? Um, And this was what everyone was talking about back around 2000, but the question as a practical dilemma didn't arise. Now it could do, so perhaps we should start thinking about it again.
0: Well, there we go. We may well actually be not so far off human cloning uh, as we might have suspected, but We have, in the 20 years, the two decades since cloning Dolly the Sheep, stopped the conversation about what that might mean. And as always, Peter Franklin is poking us to start these conversations again. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, James, as well, for uh, producing our podcast. Um, Please do subscribe, um, not just to... These, what we hope are very enjoyable uh, and informative unpacked shorts but also to our other podcasts here at unheard so we have a weekly um, and we also have the audio documentaries and thank you so much for listening <music>